We begin today the Gemara on the Aflamid, right at the beginning of the Amud, Amalei Rava. So before in the Gemara here, it spoke about the time of marriage. It said in the Gemara that by the time of 20, the Ebishter waits for a person to get married, and after that, it's not good if he gets married after that age. That was what it said here in the Gemara. So here the Gemara continues, according to one Pshat Rashi, the next part of the Gemara is continuing on this. Amalei Rava le bar Ami. When you have your hands on your son's neck, meaning when it's still a time period you have control over him, which is Mishitzer Vad Esrin Vitarti. That is from 16 to 22. So, as I mentioned, according to the first Pshat Rashi here brings, it means that in this time period your son will still listen to you and you could marry him off. But the second Pshat that Rashi brings here, which Rashi actually says is the Ikr Pshat, it's speaking about Chinuch Pachlal that this time period is when you should mainly focus on educating your son. Younger than 16, he's not really mature enough to really understand what you're teaching him. Older than 22, he's already too independent to want to listen to you. This is the age, the prime age, when you should focus on being mechanach your son. That's uh, one version here. V'omri law, others said, mitmani sari from the age of 18 until 24. Tanoi, this is a machlekes of Tanoim already. Chanoich lenar al pidarkoi. You should educate the, the young the, by, by, to go on their way. Ashi's pshat of al pidarkoi is to go on this way, their entire life, the way of Teira and Mitzvahs. But the other pshat that it always also says, the Marsha says, al pidarkoi means that you have to be mechanach every child according to his nature, according to his way. Rabbi Yudiv and Rabbi argued about when the mitzvah of chinuch, or when this chinuch is something which will be applicable and when it works. One opinion is from 16 to 22. The other opinion is from 18 to 24, like we said before. Yeah, obviously, the etzimian of chinuch, it's adarab, before the bar mitzvah, that's the mitzvah of chinuch midrabanan, to be mechanach hachal, to be mechayim toyna mitzvah. But it sounds like here it means to, to actually be able to listen, to be mechabot toychachet, to understand, to be mechanach with, with seichel. This is a different level of chinuch we're speaking about. We're not speaking about the chinuch that's there, of course, begins by a child. It's the age of chinuch that's much younger. Okay, the Gemara now goes back to the mitzvah of Talmud Teira. At heichon chay vadam lolamet is benay teira. Till where is a person obligated to teach his son teira? In other words, what what does he have to teach him? Amar Rav Yudah Mashmuel kogayin zvulun ben don. Like zvulun ben don, Rashi says he was a student and that uh, was in their times. Shalim de avi aviv mikra mishnah v'talmud alachis v'agodes. His grandfather taught him mikra chumish mishnayis and then talmud and alachis. And Agadis, the stories. Now, what the Taich of Talmud over here is, Rashi says Talmud refers to the Inyanim and the Gemara that explains the reasons, the explanation, uh, the, 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 the Svaris behind everything that it says in the Mishnayis. That's the Pshat that Rashi says for Talmud. And Daltarev and Shukhanarach in the Kuntrasachrim points out that this is Rashi's Shitta, that Talmud is mainly the Svaris. But the Rambam holds that the Indian of Talmud is not necessarily the Svaris, the logical explanations for everything, but it's just the Mekairis, the sources for everything. And to understand what you could compare to what, this is the Rambam Shittah Bechlal, he wrote his whole Sefer without giving uh, necessarily reasons for everything. Okay, so the Gemara asks on this, Meisvei, it says, Nabraisa limdoi mikra, a father teaches his son Chomish, Ein malam de Mishnah, he's not obligated to teach him the Mishnayis, from here, the son can go and learn on his own. When it says here in the Bible, you teach him mikra, it means teaching him the psukim of teira, just chumish, even without nach. 
So how could it say before that uh, you have to teach Mikter, Mishnah, and so on? So the Gemara answers, Kizvulun ben Don, when it says here, when Rabbi Dhamma Shmuel said that the, the Shir is like Zvulun ben Don, he only meant in one aspect. But in another aspect, it's not like Zvulun ben Don. What does this mean? Kizvulun ben Don, like this student, Zvulun ben Don, Shalimdoi Aviyaviv. Shmuel meant to say that the Chiddush there is that Zvulun ben Don learned by his grandfather. So the gra- a grandfather has an obligation to teach a grandson Teireh. But not like Zulim ben Don, the Ilu Asa, Mikra Mishnah Talmud Allah Chazvagodis. He taught his grandson all of this. But over here we see in the Braise that Mikra Levat, that a father teaches his son just Chumash uh, and that's it. There's a big Arichis about what it says here in the Gemara in the first Kuntusachran of the Alter Rebbe and Hilchas Talmud discussing here the conclusion of the Gemara that a father is, or a grandfather is only Chayyav to teach his son Mikra, not anything more than that. The Alter Rebbe there brings different shittas about this, but the point is that a father does have the obligation and responsibility that his son should learn Teirish Peh as well and learn all of Teirah, not just Mikra. It's referring over here to what a father himself teaches his son before he hires for him a teacher or sends him to learn Teirah. Someone else will teach him Teirah or see to it that the son will learn on his own. It's talking over here about what the father himself is teaching his son. It's a big arichas there in the Alter Rebbe. Now the Gemara focuses on the other detail. What did we just say? That the main thing that Shmuel was trying to say is, like Zvulun ben Don, that his grandfather taught him Teireh. Says the Gemara, or Frek the Gemara, Vavi Aviv, Mimachayev, is a grandfather um, obligated to teach his grandson Teireh. But on the Braise it says, You should teach your son Teireh, but from this we learn out that it does not include your son's son. So when the Pasuk says that you should notify, you should teach Teireh to your grandson, what this is saying is, If you teach your son Teireh, It's considering it as if you taught your grandson and great-grandson for the end of all times. If you teach your son properly Teira, so he'll then transmit it to the next generation, so the Abisha considers it as if you taught all those future generations. But you're not obligated yourself to teach your grandson Teira. So the Gemara answers, Who the Omar ki hai tana. When Shmuel brought before, like Zvulim ben Don, that you do teach, that a grandson, a grandfather has a tchir to teach your grandson Teira, there's another place, a different Tana that says this. I would think only a son. A son, son. That you, this Tana says, yeah, you do learn out from this Pasik literally that if a grandfather has to teach a grandson, what do we learn from what it says? So the Gemara already brought before this Rasha. According to this opinion, it's Benechem, Veloi Benechem. Benechem is only coming to exclude that our, that our father doesn't have to teach his daughter Teireh. But it's not ex- excluding the grandson. And this is what the actual Allah is. As we see here, the, the, the Allah is that a grandfather is here to teach a grandson Teireh. Not a great-grandson, it's one generation, a grandson. And from the Gemariah, I think the Altareb also Shulchanarich says that this is, when it says here, a grandfather teaches a grandson, the Chiyuv, this is a son-son, not a daughter-son. Mm-hmm. Even though it's also an Enekol, but the Chiyuv here in the Lashon of the Pasuk is, the grandson is son-son. One that teaches a grandson Teireh, the Teireh considers it, as if he received the Teireh directly from Ar Sinai. 
Shanema Vaidaitam Lovanecha Vulovne Vanecha. You teach the Torah to your son and grandson. Vesamuchle, the Pasik says right there, Yoim Asharamada Talofnea Valakha Bukhaya. Like the day that you stood with the but you received the Torah by Khaira Bahasinai. Talk to Gemara Tisir the importance to teach a child Torah. Rabhiya Bar Abba, Ashkahil, Rabbi Shua Ban Levi. He encountered Rabbi Shua Ban Levi one morning, the Shadi Disna Reshe that he was wearing this handkerchief on his head. He wasn't wearing the regular head covering, which looked like he, was, he rushed out of his house and didn't get a chance to, to dress himself properly. And he was bringing a child to learn Teireh. Why are you rushing to this extent to bring the child to, the, to, to learn? So he answered, Is it small in your eyes? What the Pasuk says, that you teach Teire to your son, and the Samechle. Then the Pasuk says, that it's like you're receiving Teire from Sinai when you give it over to your son. So after he saw this behavior of Rabbi Shubhan Levi, so Rabbi himself, he didn't taste in the morning, then they used to eat in the morning a little bit of meat that was roasted on coals. He didn't eat his, his breakfast. Until he taught the, the, the child in the morning a posik that he already learned with him the day before. He taught him, he reviewed with him that posik. Umaisve means, and he added an additional posik for that he taught him today. And similar, Rabbi Baravuna Leitamumtse, he didn't eat his, the, the food in the morning, the, this meat in the morning, ah, the Maisil Yenukla until he first brought the child to the Beis Medrash to learn Taira. Omerav Safre, Mishom, Rabbi Shob, and Hananya. Maidrsev, what's the Pshat in the Pasik where it says, Vishinantam Levanachi, you should teach your children Taira. Al Tikri Vishinantam, Elevishilashtam. Vishinantam, we learn from here that you teach Taira. So in the Pasik, when it's simply Vishinanta means you should learn, but it, it, it should have said Vishinisem. That's uh, Vishinisem means to learn. Why does it say two nuns, Vishinantam? So from this we learn the extra nun is saying Vishilashtam, that you divide Taira into three. A person should divide the percent of his learning into three parts. Shlish b'mikra, a third to learn Chomish, Shlish b'mishna, a third to learn Mishnayis, and Shlish b'talmud, and a third to learn Gemara. Frek to Gemara, how could you divide your life this way? Does a person know how long to live? It means the daily schedule, or Rashi says the days of the week, that you, that you should divide in, the, in thirds, in these three things of Teireh, Mishnah, and Gemara. So Teisus over here says, a famous Teisus, that today our minig is that uh, we, Rabbi Tamir says, we rely on the fact that Talmud Bavli has in it Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud, it's all in mixed, it's concluded all these three. So if you learn Gemara, you have all three together. Talk to Gemara Vaiter on a separate subject here, Lufichach, Nikru, Rishainim, Seifrim. We find that the earlier Chachamim, they were referred to as Seifrim as scribes, and Seifrim means that they would count. They counted the letters of Teireh. And they said as follows, Vav de Gachain, the Vav of the word Gachain in Pasha Shmini, where it says there, Kol al Gachain, it talks about uh, those different things that, that, that are Asr to eat, and that are Tomei, so it says, Hoylech al Gachain, which refers to a snake. So the vav of this word, chetzyen shalaisi is shalteira, seifateira. This is the half of the letters of the seifateira. So this, it's interesting, this union is brought in my modem of chesidus, my from the Rebbe about it, and the sikhs from the Rebbe about it, where the taisha that it says over here is, the fact that they're called seifrim, that they would count the letters of the teira, because every letter in the teira you have, the words of teira which has the meaning and explanation,
But then the letters refers to the etzim kedusha of Taira. Every letter, every every word in Taira is all shmeis of Shalakadosh Baruch Hu, the name. That's what they would be counting. And when it says here gochain, this refers to the snake, and this goes back to the nochash akadmani, the snake, which is the source of all klipa in the world. So what it's saying over here is that this is the half of the letters in Taira that the the, the gochain over here is that the, the Taira is splits apart this snake. In the Hoylech al to take away the, the uh, clipper that there is in the Gachayim. And Dafka the Vav, this Vav is actually a large letter in the Taita, the Vav, we know the Vav, this goes from up to down, the letter goes straight down, this is the Hamshach of the highest Indian of Taita, bringing it down to Pimafsik, this Gachayim, the snake. Vaita says the Gemara, then when it says in the Pasik, also earlier on there in Pashishmini, Dorash Dorash, so those two words, chetzi and shaltevis. This is half of the letters of, te- of uh, words of Teira, that is. And then when it says, v'hizgalach, the posik of v'hizgalach, which is uh, a little later on, in Pashas uh, Tazria, so that's shopsukim. That posik is a half of the psukim of Teira. Yecharsemeno chazir miyoar, posik in tilim, so ayin, the yar, the ayin of the word yar, chetzi and shaltevim. It's half of the entire tilim. And the pasuk of Uhur Achim Yechaperavain in Tilim is Chetziyay the Psukim. This is the half of the halfway of the Psukim of Tilim. So the Gemara asks regarding this Bayer of Yaisei Vav the Gochain. This Vav of the word Gochain in the Torah, Mehagise or Mehagise? Is that Vav going on in part of the first half of the Torah, or is it the first letter of the second half of the Torah? So Amalei. So yeah. So he said they said to him, or some Pekar Amalei because. Doesn't say who he asked the question to. Let's bring a sefetayre and count. Didn't Rabbi Babachana say about some different time period? Doesn't say when. That they didn't move from that place and they counted all the words or letters in sefetayre. So he answered and said, When they counted, they knew exactly every word in Taira, which how words are spelled. You can spell with a vav, without a vav. They so they knew exactly how, how many letters there were. However, we don't have that same proficiency, so we can't count. similar The word galoch. So the, the pasuk actually was galoch. Here we're not talking about a letter or a word. Here we're saying that this is the uh, pasuk. That's the middle of teira. There's a go to the first half of teira or the second half of teira. So over here, Amalei Abayi, Psukim Psukim, shouldn't we have the ability to count the Psukim of Teireh to figure this out? So he said, no. Abayi said, nami loy Regarding the number of Psukim, we're also not bucky to know. Because the Chiyaser of Achabar Omar, he said that Bimarove in Eretz Yisrael, in the, in the, in the western Eretz Yisrael, Paskile Lahai Kral at The following Pasuk here, they divided it into three. This is only the beginning of the Pasuk. And then there it says further, it's a long Pasuk. And then the They divided it into three different Psukim. So the way we have the Psukim divided today is not necessarily the way we divide Psukim. So we can't count the Psukim of the Taita either. We learned Psukim. 5,888 is the number of the Psukim of the Sefer So here the Gemara gives a number. And now, yes, at all of Tilim Shmaina, Tilim has an additional eight Psukim more than Taira. And Chasim Yimena Divrei Ayamim Shmaina. Divrei Ayamim has eight Psukim less than the Sefer Okay, the Gemara goes back now to the mitzvah of learning Taira. 
the pasuk we brought before. What does this mean? So as it doesn't say The words of Taira should be shinun, sharp in your mouth. If someone asks you something that you learned, don't stutter when you answer because you don't have it clear. You should have the answer in your mouth sharply that you can immediately answer. As the Pasuk says, that Chachma, the Chachma of Torah should be to you like a sister. What does this mean? So Rashi says, just like everyone knows the Allah that a sister is also to be married to, so too, the Chachma of Torah should be so clear to you like this, like this din. Vaimer, you can learn this out also from the Pasuk that it says over there, before this, in Mishlei there, Kashrem al-Atzpaisecha, tie Torah on your fingers, Kesvem al-Luach libecha, should be written into, into your heart, should be clear to you in your heart. Vaimer, you can learn this out now from a different Pasuk that it says, in Tilim, Kichitzim biyad gibor, came b'nei urim. Like the arrows that a, that a mighty person has, so too the urim, which means the person's Talmidim, the young, that are Talmidim, that learn from him, should be like these arrows that are sharp. Vaimer, the Pasuk there says, Chitzeh gibor shnunim, that the uh, arrows are very sharp. And then the Pasuk says, That the sharpness from these arrows, so all the nations, that uh, they, they will fall below you. And the Pasuk says, Fortunate is the person that fills Ashpasa. Ashpasa is the place which holds these uh, arrows. He fills it from these arrows. He has many of these arrows, meaning that he teaches a lot of these halachas very sharply to his students. They'll never be embarrassed. They speak with their enemies at the gates. What does this mean? This is all a marshal for Teireh. And what the Pasuk is saying is, that a father and son that are learning, or a teacher and a student that are learning Teireh, if they're learning Teireh, how do you know that they're learning Teireh properly? They're learning in a gate Teireh together, sorry, in one gate together, they become enemies for one another. That is because they're discussing the subject of Teireh and they want to understand properly and each one has their understanding and their opinion and they're asking questions to one another and they're not accepting each other's opinion so they sort of become enemies in their understanding of the Teireh. And but on that it says, and then they will not budge from their until they become beloved again, one to another. Shanema, as the Pasik says, and it's a different place. The Pasik says, which literally means as Besufa. Sufa here refers to Kriyas Yamsuf, that the David the Nisim, that David gave the Eden at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf when we Eden were in a time of danger. Al Tikri Besufa, but you don't read it as Besufa, referring to the Yamsuf Ella Besufa, which means that Vahiv, there'll be love, Besufa, in the end of the learning, a person will come only to love. Okay, but it, but the, the, the simple shot of the Pasik doesn't go away. Besufa means that there is sort of this time of danger, meaning when they learn, there is this Muhammad. But then you come to the, the love, and that, that's it. You, you could only come to the true love by first having the step of besufa, first having that uh, when they really are hammering it out properly, then they come to the true love at the end. So the Rebbe teaches this over here. Whenever it says in the Gemara al tikri, doesn't take away from the simple pshat. So you can't just say, oh, instead of having the love at this end, you could have love all the way through. No, you learn to properly. You have to have that step of besufa, which is a mulchama, and then you come to besufa to have love. We learned in the Braise. Vesamtem. It says in the Pasuk, Vesamtem is Dvara Eila, also referring to Teireh. So it's read as Samtam, which means that the Teireh is the best and the, the purest potion. 
Nimshla Taira Kisam Chayim, the Taira is a portion of life. Mashal Adam Shikas Benoy Maka Gedayla, an analogy of a person that hit his son a very big wound. Then he puts him a bandage, a bandage on his wound, and Vamalay and he tells his son, Beni my son, Kosman Shariti Zual Makoscha, as long as you have this bandage on your wound, so then you don't have to be worried about anything. You can eat what you desire. You can drink what, what you desire, what, what's your pleasure. You can bathe in, cold, in hot or cold. You have nothing to be afraid of. If you remove this bandage, then it's going to bring, it's going to grow, whatever, it's going to growth, growth. It's not going to heal properly. It'll be infected. So that's the marshal of a father. The same the Eivishter Amalem Yisrael. The Eivishter tells Yidden, "Bini, my my children, or Banai, my children." But Asi Yitzahara, I created the Yitzahara, which is this wound that the Eivishter brings in the world. But I created the Taira, which is a spice that will get rid of the Yitzahara. If you learn Taira, then you will never be given over into the Yitzhahara's hands. If you'll be good, you go in the ways of Taira, you'll be raised up above Taira. Ashir brings, Saitiv refers to Taira, as it says regarding Taira, it's a lekach taif. If you don't learn Taira, you will be given over in his hands. As the Pasuk there says, at the gates, the opening, he lies there to wait for, to, to make you stumble in an Aveda. Not only this, gets completely occupied with you to stumble, cause a person to stumble to sin. His whole desire to be, will be towards you. And if you want, you could rule over him. You have the power to rule over the Yitzhahara through the Kayach of learning Taira. So this is the union of Taira, which is a tablin. This is also brought in different places in Chassidus. The Rebbe explains that uh, on a simple level, it looks like that this is actually a lower level in Taira. The Taita itself is way above and beyond having any relation to dealing with a Yetzirah or giving a person the power as a Tavlin. But the MS is that this is really the deepest Indian in Taita. The fact that Taita empowers a Yid when he goes into the lowest places where there is a Yetzirah and he's able to overcome and stay above those places, that's actually the deepest Kayach of Taita that penetrates every level and is able to keep a Yid connected to Devishter regardless of what Yetzirah comes upon him. We learn in Abraisa. Kashi Yitzhara. Yitzhara is so difficult. Shafili Yitzray. Yitzray, that is, even the Abish that created the Yitzhara, Kaira, refers to Yitzhara as evil. Shanema ki Yitzhar. Leva Adam Ra Minaurov. That from his youth he's created with the Yitzhara in his heart, and the Abish refers to him as Ra as evil. Amrav Yitzhak, Yitzray Shalodam is Khadashalavakal Yaim. Yitzhara is renewed every day. Shanema rak ra kolayim. Kalayim, which means here every day. It's extra pasuk here. It means every single day, and as she says, it means every hour of the day. The Yitzhahara is again new and fresh to come and cause a person to stumble. Similar, Rabbi Shimon Levi said, Yisrael Shaladam is gaber alav b'chalayim. The Yitzhahara strengthens himself over a person every day. Umevakish amisa and desires to kill a person. Shanema tzayfe rasha letzadik. The rasha, the Yitzhahara, looks at a tzadik umevakish lamisa wants him to die. If not for the fact that you have the help of the Eibishter, you won't be able to overcome the Eitzhara. The Eibishter doesn't allow a person to be in the hands of the Eitzhara, which is also brought in Tanya regarding the Aveda of Abenini, 
that uh, when a person comes to the level and he serves the Ebesha like a bain and he's doing everything properly, he has the Kayach of the Ebesha to help him overcome the Eid Sahara. This is what the Gemara means when it says that uh, you have the, the, the two Shaiftim in a person's life, the Eid Sahara and the Eid Sataiv, and that Kaddish Baruch is, he tips the scale in the favor of the Eid Sataiv to overcome the Eid Sahara. If this repulsive being comes and approaches you, pull him into the base of Medrash to learn Taira. If he's hard like a rock, he'll, he'll melt away. If he's like iron, it, he'll shatter. The Abish's words of Taira are fire. Like a hammer, it shatters the rock. In Evanu Nimoyach, if he's like a rock, he's going to melt. Shanem, as the Pasik says, that you go to your Taira is compared to water. Vaimir it says in another Pasik regarding Taira, it's compared to water, Avanim Shachaku Mayim. The Taira it grinds the, 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 the water grinds it, meaning the water causes it to melt. Okay, so this is the Kayach of Taira, the Chi of learning Taira and the Kayach of Taira over to overcome a Yitzhahara. Going now to the other thing that was mentioned in Abraisa, the obligations that a father has for a son. La siya isha, to marry him off to a wife. You know, and what's the source for this? The Pasik says, Take women to, to marry for your, wife, for your sons, for your children. And they'll have children. Both for your sons and daughters, marry them off. So the man asks in this, a person's son, it's in his hands to marry him off to, uh, to a wife. But his daughter, is it in his hands to marry him off, her off, that is? It's in the hands of the, of the chassan, of the, of the man, to decide who he wants to marry. Right? It's the, we learned in the beginning of the Mesech, it's the man that is the one that takes the initiative and decides who he marries. So how could a father choose who he's marrying off his daughter to? Says the Gemara, this is what the Pasik is saying to the parents or to the father. Give your daughter something that she should she, be dressed, be covered and dressed properly to be, uh, to be, uh, you know, to be able to be attractive and to, to uh, what people should want to marry. So people will jump and be there and want to marry her. That's the obligation of a parent, of a father. The next thing it said in the Braise was to teach your son a profession. What's the source for this? The Pasuk says, See the life with a wife. This is the life that you love, that you desire. So, So, uh, if a person has, If a person has a wife, so then that's the, 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 the life that a person loves. He, if we're going to touch the Pasuk here, that it means literally the, the wife that he has to marry, so then we can learn from this Pasuk as follows. Just like he's obligated to marry off his son to a wife, as we just brought before the source, so too, he's to teach him a profession, right? because when it says there in the Pasuk, that that life with a wife, this is the life of a person. So, so too, a person is high to teach his son to be able to have life, to have a omnis, to teach him a profession, to be able to have parnasa. So now the Gemara continues and says, that's if uh, the title of Isha'ir means uh, a wife. In Taidehi, if, when it says here in the Pasik, Isha doesn't mean a wife, but it means Taida, as it says in other places, that the mashal 
for Teireh is a wife, as that's uh, what the Eishas Chayel is based on. So Kishem, Shechayev Lolam De Teireh, just like Yechayev too, teach his son Teireh, Kav Chayel Lolam De Yomne. So too you have to teach him a profession. So it says Chayim. Chayim over here means that he should have what to live with. So it's, it's, we're comparing Chayim to Isha, whether Isha means a wife or Isha means Teireh. Then the vice continued and said that ah You have to teach your son how to swim. My time. What's the reason? Simple. This is a life survival. If he's traveling overseas and the boats will will sink, so he'll be able to swim and save his life. Then the vice said that Rabbi Yehuda said a more extreme thing. Person that doesn't teach his son a profession. He's teaching him how to steal. And list is and now we ask the question: Does it mean he's literally teaching him how to steal? The fact that he doesn't have a profession, so he gets looks for money and he ends up stealing. My says the Gemara. What's the difference between what it says in the beginning of the Brisa? It doesn't give an explanation of why a father has to teach his son a profession. And here, Rabbi Yehuda gives this reason that if he doesn't have a profession, that he's going to end up stealing. The difference is the Agmere Iske. If you give your son, you teach him a trade. Business, how you could deal in business, but you don't teach him a profession. So according to the Tanakhama, that's good enough. He has a source for living. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, what happens if the business is slow, a business is low and he can't, he doesn't have that business. If he doesn't have a profession, so then he might end up being stuck. And therefore Rabbi Yehuda says it's not enough just to teach him a trade, but you have to actually give him a profession that in every situation he'll have, uh, he'll have parnasa. Okay, now we go back to what it said in the Mishnah. The next thing it said in the Mishnah was, Kol The mitzvahs that a father has upon a son. That's the literal translation of the words. And over there, the Mishnah concluded and said that this, Echad Anoshim Ve'echad Noshim, both men and women are chayev. So the Gemara Taisha is a simple shot of the Mishnah here. My kol ben. What does this mean? The mitzvahs of the father on the son. Ilayme, if you're going to say the pshat is kol mitzvah all the mitzvahs, the mechayiv abba, lemebad, lebrei, what a father has to do for the son. So the Mishnah here is saying that noshim chayavais, that women are obligated just like the men. That can't be the pshat of the Mishnah. Because Vatanya, we learned the Braisa, ha'av chayiv b'bnoi lemeilo levdoisai. The father has to do the mitzvahs for his son, the brismila and pidina ben. So that means avivin, the father is obligated, but imaylai, the mother is not. So that's not the pshat of the Mishnah. The Mishnah here means call mitzvahs ha'av, the mitzvahs of the father. Which a son is obligated to do for the father. So this, as we'll see, is basically the mitzvah of kibud or meira the honor and the fear of the father and mother. Both men and women are equally obligated in these mitzvahs. So here begins the sugya of kibud so this is like we learned in the Braise, it says Ish, which was brought before already, that it says that a man should fear his father, his parents, Ish, I would think it's only a man. how do I know it includes a woman as well? when it says the plural term of Tiro, So we know that it includes two a a man or a woman. Why did the Pasik begin with the term of Ish that only a man? The answer is, Ish, Sipik Lasis. A man always has the ability to fulfill the mitzvah of Meira Avaim. But Isha ain't Sipik Lasis. She doesn't always have the ability to fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim or Meira Avaim. Because she has the Rishus of someone else on her, she's married to her husband. 
She has to be with her husband. So therefore, she doesn't always have this ability. So Okay, so that's the title here of the Pasuk. We see that the mitzvah of Meirah Ve'em, it both applies to men and women. But of this, this that we just said, that the woman doesn't always have the ability, but if she's divorced, then the men and women are equal in this case, because she's not anymore in the possession of her husband. About the importance and the greatness of the mitzvah of Kibbut Nema, the Pasuk says, Kavadis Avicha Vesimecha, you should honor your parents. And the Nema, by the Abishter, it says, Kavadis Hashem Yehoincha, you should honor Hashem from what you own, what you, what the, the money you have. So the Pasuk says the same expression of Kavit, Hishva Hakosiv, Kavit Aveim, Lukavit Amokim. Honoring your parents, the Tayyip compares to honoring the Abishter. Nema, another Pasuk, it says, Ishim Evavav Tiro, you should fear your parents. And the Nema, Hashem Lekecha Tiro, you should fear Hashem. Vaisitav, you should serve him. The fear of parents is the same like the fear from the Ebishter. Another Pasuk name, one that curses, we're talking about a father and mother, so it says, So over here again they're compared. Mother uses the expression of the bracha, opposite of a bracha of a father and mother, the same by the Ebishter, it's the same thing. Now the Gemara just concludes this Indian, when it comes to the Isser, that it says not to hit a father or mother, you can't say that in, in this, that the Abish is compared, because it doesn't apply by the Abish there. The Gemara concludes this Indian, that the, the honor and the fear by parents is the same to the Abish there, that this that it should be so, that we should compare them, because because there are the three partners in creating the person, there is the component of the mother, and then the father, physically, and then the Abishter that provides the neshama, and the three together create the person. The Rebbe speaks about this Indian also by Rikhas HaNesich and Chelek Lamedvav in Parashas Yisrael, they're going to get to the fact that the, the kibbud of the aim in the luchais is on the side where you have ben adam lamokim on the on the left side is all the mitzvahs of ben adam lachaveray and the mitzvah of kibbud of aim is ben adam lamokim because of this union of shleish shutfim v'adam and there the rabbi brings the point that this is specifically by yidin where kibbud of the aim is mamish like a mitzvah ben adam lamokim because when a yid gives birth to a child it's a revelation of koyach ha'ein seif that comes out in birth, which goes and the very creation of a child is a kayacha in seif, which is expressed and melubish mamish in the parents. By a goyla havdal, you don't have this this halbashim mamish of a lakuz begali. that has a neshama, you have this kayacha in seif that the parents, by creating a child, become mamish one with the Abishter himself. So the shutvas over here means mamish being one with the Abishter, and therefore a child honoring a parent is mamish like honoring the Abishter himself. we learned in the Braise, Shloisha shutvaneim ba'adam. Are the three partners in creation of a person? Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Va'aviv, Ve'imai. The Eibushter and the father and mother. Vizman, Shadam, Machabed, Zaviv, Ve'imai. When a person honors his parents, Amar Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Eibushter says, Ma'ilani aleim. I consider it ki'ilu darti b'neim v'chabduni, as if the Eibushter, which is amongst them, that you also have your honor and you're honoring me. Tan, you will learn. Nabrai said, Rabbi, Yehi, Rabbi said, Golav Yidu alafnemi shama v'ayayilam. It's, it's known in front of the one that said, and he created the world. That naturally a, a son honors the mother more than the father. Why? Because she talks to him nicely and, and, and treat, treats him more in this way that she, the, the, the son wants to honor the mother. 
Hiktim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kibud Av, Lekibudem. When it comes to the Pasuk, where it speaks about the mitzvah of honoring parents, it puts the father before the mother to remind you that you have to honor the father just as much as you honor the mother. And in the reverse, V'galiv Yidul, Lefneim Yisham Avaya Ha'ilam, Da'ibishtu knows, Sha'ben Nisiyadim Aviv, Yaisem Yimai, that a son fears the father more than the mother, Mipnei Shemalam De Teire, because he's the one that teaches him, he teaches him Teire. In the Pasuk of it puts the mother first to remind you that you have to honor the mother, or, or that is, fear the mother just as much as you fear the father.